chickadees we are going to continue the story of what happened after jesus had died on the cross thanks to scriptures that we have in the doctrine and covenants we know that after jesus's spirit left his body here on earth he went to the spirit world to visit his saints there and he taught them how to be missionaries to the other spirits who had never heard or accepted the gospel while they were on the earth He was there for about three days, and then Heavenly Father gave him power to be resurrected, which means that his spirit entered back into his body, and his body was made perfect. Now, his body could never die, and his body was just like Heavenly Father's. And because Jesus broke the bands of death and was resurrected, everyone who has ever had a body here on earth will one day be resurrected too. It is such a miracle. Now, Jesus' friends and family really had no idea what was going on both in heaven and in the tomb, so they planned to finish taking care of Jesus' dead body by putting more spices on it as soon as they could. According to their Jewish laws, they had to wait until after their Sabbath day in order to go back to the sepulcher where they had laid Jesus. So the very next morning after their Sabbath day, very early in the morning, Before the sun had risen, a group of women who loved Jesus walked to the sepulcher with their spices. In this group of women were Jesus' mom, Mary, and Mary Magdalene, and Joanna, and James' mom, who was also named Mary, and Salome, and several other women. As they walked there, they wondered, Oh, Who is going to roll away the stone that's in front of the tomb so that we can get inside? Do you remember that Pilate had put two soldiers in charge of guarding the tomb? And they had rolled a huge stone over the doorway so that no one could get in or out? Well, guess what happened? Two angels appeared at the tomb the morning that Christ was resurrected. And it was like there was a big earthquake when they rolled the stone away from the doorway of the tomb. And the soldiers there were so scared that they passed out and laid on the ground as if they were dead. So, when the group of women got to the tomb, do you know what they saw? They noticed that the huge stone had been rolled away from the sepulcher, and the soldiers were nowhere to be found. The women ran in, and they could not see Jesus' body anywhere. They were so confused. At that moment, the two shining angels appeared, and the women were also so afraid. So they bowed their heads, and the angel said, Why are you looking for someone who is alive in a place where dead people are buried? Jesus isn't here. He is risen. He is alive. 
Don't be afraid. Do you remember what he once said to you in Galilee? He said that he must be delivered into the hands of sinful men to be crucified, but that he would rise again on the third day. And when the angel said this, they did remember, the women did remember that Jesus had said this to them. And then the angels said, Go quickly, tell Christ's disciples that he is risen from the dead. You will see him again in Galilee. So the women ran in fear and also great joy all the way back to Jesus's 11 apostles and told them what they had seen and heard. Mary Magdalene met Peter and John and told them what had happened. Peter and John ran off to see the empty sepulcher for themselves. Mary had been so distraught that Christ was dead, first of all. And second of all, she was even more distraught that Christ's body wasn't there anymore. So she didn't quite understand that Christ had been resurrected. She followed Peter and John back to the sepulcher. When the two apostles stooped down and walked into the sepulcher, they saw the linen that had been wrapped around Christ's dead body lying empty. They ran back to tell their fellow apostles that Christ's body was missing. But Mary Magdalene stayed looking into the empty tomb, weeping because she missed Jesus so much. Have you ever missed anyone so much that you cried? I have, and I imagine that's how Mary felt at that time, too. When she looked into the tomb, she saw two angels sitting inside, and they said, Oh, woman, why are you weeping? And Mary said, Because they've taken my Lord away, and I don't know where they've put his body. She turned to leave and saw a man standing behind her who asked, Woman, why are you weeping? Who are you looking for? Do you know who the man was? It was Jesus, but Mary had no idea that it was Jesus. She actually thought that it was a gardener. So she said through her tears, Sir, if you've taken him away, tell me where you put his body and I will take him away. Jesus then said to her, Mary, and oh, how she loved his voice. She immediately recognized him with joy in her heart now instead of sorrow. And she said, Rabboni, which means beloved master. She probably couldn't believe her eyes. And Jesus said to her, oh, Mary, don't hold on to me right now since I haven't yet gone up to my Heavenly Father in heaven. But please go to my brothers and tell them that I'm going up to see both my God and Father and your God and Father. So Mary ran as fast as she could and told the disciples that she truly had seen the Lord. And do you know what? They did not believe her. In fact, Christ had also appeared to a group of women who were able to worship him and touch his feet. And Christ asked them to go to tell his disciples too that he would see them soon. But the disciples thought that all the women were just making up stories for fun. Can you believe that? Well, 
when the Roman guards outside of the tomb finally woke back up. They went to the chief priests and told them everything that had happened. When all the Jewish leaders had gathered together, they decided to give the guards money, and they said, All right, guards, if anyone asks you what happened, tell them that Christ's disciples came in the middle of the night while you were sleeping and stole his body away. And then the priests told the guards, Oh, and don't worry, if word of this gets out to your leaders, we will persuade them not to get you in trouble for falling asleep on your job. So the guards took the priest's money and they did as they were told. And so today, a lot of the Jews believe that Christ was not resurrected. They just think his disciples came and stole his body away and then told everyone that he was resurrected. But we know that that is not true. Now, on that very same Sunday, there were two of Christ's disciples who were walking from Jerusalem to a town called Emmaus that was about seven or eight miles away. As they walked, they talked about everything that had just happened in the days before, including Jesus' trial and death and the word they had heard that he was resurrected. They were kind of sad and disappointed that Christ hadn't come to save them from the Roman leadership in order to make the Jews free. Well, as they walked and talked, guess who appeared? It was Jesus. He began to walk with them to Emmaus. But the disciples' understanding was kind of muddled so that they didn't recognize Jesus for who he really was. They thought that they were just walking and talking with a stranger. Well, Jesus came up to them and said, What are you guys talking to each other about? You both look so sad. And one of them, whose name was Cleopas, answered, saying, Oh, are you unaware of the things that have happened in Jerusalem the past few days? And Jesus said, What things? Tell me. And they said, Oh, the things about Jesus from Nazareth. He was a great prophet. He was very mighty in works and words. The chief priests and our rulers delivered him up to die, and the Romans crucified him. But we trusted that he was going to be the one to save our Israelite nation. Instead, he died three days ago. But something very interesting happened. Some of Jesus' women disciples claimed that this morning, when they went to visit his tomb, that his body was gone. They say that they saw some angels who said that he was alive. Some of Jesus' apostles ran to his tomb, and they said that it was empty, just like the women said, but they did not see Jesus. So we're not so sure that they were being honest. Then Jesus said, Oh, you fools! Your hearts are really slow to believe everything that the prophets have spoken and written in the scriptures. Shouldn't Christ really have suffered death in order to enter into his glory as the Savior? And then, beginning at the very start of the scriptures, Jesus explained to the two disciples all of the scriptures that had ever been written about him. As they got closer to Emmaus, Jesus began to look as if he were going to walk past the town, 
but the disciples invited him to stay with them since it was late in the day. So Jesus went with them into the town, and as he sat down to eat dinner with them, he took bread and blessed it, and then broke it up and gave it to them to eat. And then, at that moment, they understood exactly who Jesus was. Their eyes were opened. But guess what? Immediately at that moment, too, Christ vanished. They couldn't find him anywhere. And the disciples sat there astonished. And they asked each other, Wait, didn't our hearts burn warmly in our chests when we talked with him and when he explained the scriptures to us? They got up and walked all the way back to Jerusalem as quickly as they could. And they found Christ's apostles, all except for Thomas. They were all gathered together in one place. They were all a little bit scared that the Jewish leaders were trying to find them and blame Jesus's disappeared body on them. So they were all in one room. And when the two disciples had gotten there from Emmaus, the apostles excitedly told them, Hey, the Lord really is resurrected. He showed himself to Peter. And then the two disciples told the other apostles about their experience with the resurrected Lord too. And while they were all together speaking of Christ, guess who appeared? Yes, it was Christ himself. They were all surprised and kind of scared because they thought that Jesus was a spirit. So Jesus said, Hello, peace be to you. Why are you so afraid? Why are you thinking in your hearts that it really can't be me? Here, look, here are my hands and my feet. You can touch me and see for yourselves that I'm not a spirit, since spirits don't have skin and bones like me. Well, they were all so amazed and shocked that they did not come forth to touch Jesus. So Jesus asked if they had any food that he could eat, further proving that he really did have a body again. They gave him some fish and honeycomb to eat, And after he ate, he started to explain to them about all the scriptures that had been written about him, in the same way that he explained to them his explained to his disciples on their way to Emmaus. He said, "The scripture said that it was important for the Christ to suffer and die and then rise again on the third day, so that repentance and remission of sins could be preached in his name in all nations, beginning in Jerusalem." And you all are witnesses to these things. You've seen all the scripture prophecies come true. And then Jesus taught the apostles about their duties as his apostles and asked them to be missionaries and to preach the gospel to all the world. He asked them to baptize anyone who believed in him and gave them instructions about what to teach his saints. Jesus then left them for a little while and they were so joyful that he had been resurrected and that he had taught them all about the scriptures. When they saw Thomas after Christ's visit, they told him all that they had seen and heard. But you know what he said? He said, Meh, I will only believe your words if I myself can see and feel the nail prints in his hands and feel the scar from the spear in his side. Well, 
eight days later, the apostles and disciples met together again in a room that was locked, and this time Thomas was there. As they were speaking, Jesus appeared in the middle of them again. He said, Be peaceful again. And then he turned to Thomas and said, Here, Thomas, reach out your finger and look at and feel my hands. And then you can reach out your hand and touch my side and feel the scar that is left there after being pierced with the spear. Please, Thomas, don't be faithless, but be believing. Thomas was absolutely shocked that Jesus was standing before him. And he knelt down and said, Oh, my Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Thomas, because you've seen me and have felt my scars, you've believed that I was resurrected. But you know what? Even more blessed are those who haven't seen me or felt my scars and still choose to believe. Have any of you listeners had an experience before where you have felt faith and belief in Jesus Christ without seeing him or feeling his 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 scars and his hands and feet inside? I have had that happen to me several times and I know that Jesus is alive even though I've never seen him with my physical eyes or touched him with my physical hands, but I have felt his love and felt his presence around me and know that he really does live. Well, after staying in Jerusalem for a while, the apostles remembered that the angels had said that Christ would meet them again in Galilee. So they traveled all the way back from Jerusalem to their homes and their land where they were from. One day after they arrived back home, Peter was with some of his fellow apostles And he said, I'm going to go fishing. Do you remember that Peter was a fisherman? His friends and fellow apostles were fishermen too, or at least some of them were. And they said, okay, we'll come with you. So they all went and got into a ship and fished all night long, but they did not catch one thing. When the next morning came, a man came and stood on the shore to watch them fish. He called out to them, Children, do you have any fish? And they answered back, No. So the man called back, Well, try casting your nets out on the right side of your ship, and then you'll catch some fish. They probably thought, What the? This guy doesn't know what he's talking about. We've been out here all night long with no success. So what is casting our nets on the other side of our boat going to do for us? Even so, they did as the man said. And guess what? They caught so many fish that they couldn't even pull in their nets. Does this remind you of another story that you've heard before? At that point, the apostle John turned to Peter and said, Oh my goodness, that man is our Lord. When Peter heard this, he became so excited that he tied up his clothes and jumped into the sea and swam as fast as he could swim to the shore to go meet Jesus. The other apostles rowed their ship close and their fish-filled 
nets were dragged back to the shore. And when they got there, they saw that Jesus had made them a meal of fish and bread. Jesus said to them, Bring up the fish that you caught. So Peter went and dragged the heavy net all the way up to where Jesus was sitting. There were a hundred and fifty-three fish in there, and the net did not break at all. Jesus said, Come and eat. So they all sat down and ate with Jesus. After they had finished eating, Jesus turned to Peter and said, Simon, son of Jonas, do you love me more than these fish that you just caught? And Peter looked at him and said, Oh, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. And then Jesus said, Then, Peter, feed my lambs. And then Jesus asked again, Simon, son of Jonas, do you love me? And Peter, maybe a little confused as to why Jesus asked him a second time, said, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. And then Jesus replied again, Then, Peter, feed my sheep. Then, after a moment, Jesus asked him a third time, Simon, son of Jonas, do you love me? Peter was really sad that Jesus asked him a third time whether or not he loved him. Maybe he thought that Jesus didn't trust him or his love for Jesus. So, still, he said, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. And Jesus said again a third time, Then feed my sheep. Peter had previously denied knowing Christ three different times, and here he had the opportunity to tell Christ that he loved him three times. Since Jesus called himself the Good Shepherd, to feed his sheep meant to take care of his saints to lead them and guide them and give them what they need. Peter became the head of the church after Jesus went back up to heaven. And Jesus then said to Peter, Listen carefully. When you were younger, you got ready for the day and went wherever you wanted to or needed to. But when you are older and it's time for you to die, your hands will be stretched out and someone else will carry you. Jesus was explaining here to Peter that in the future, Peter would be crucified just like he was. Then Jesus said to Peter, follow me. As Peter and Jesus were walking away from the other apostles, John began to follow them too. And Peter asked Jesus, what is going to happen to John in the future? And Jesus said, Well, if I let him stay on the earth until I come for the second time, it doesn't need to concern you. Just follow me and do what I ask you to do. We'll talk in the future sometime about what Peter and John both decided to do after Jesus had left from them again. But we'll talk about that later. So, time went on. And over the span of 40 days after Jesus' resurrection, he visited visited his apostles at different times for different reasons to teach them about the scriptures and God's kingdom. 
He taught and did so many wonderful things that the Apostle John once wrote that if everything Jesus said and did could be written down, the whole world could not hold all the books that could be written. How amazing is that? Well, during Christ's last main visit at the end of those 40 days, he led his apostles to Bethany and blessed them and gave them further instructions about how to lead his church on the earth. Then he was raised back up into heaven in a cloud. And as the apostles stood there looking up toward heaven, two angels appeared and asked, Why are you all standing there looking up into heaven? Jesus will come back to earth the second time, just like you've seen him go up into heaven. Well, little chickens, that's the end of the whole story about Jesus' life on earth and his short ministry afterwards as a resurrected man to his apostles in Jerusalem. And now our stories from here on out will be about what happened to the apostles after Jesus went back up into heaven. I'm excited to begin these stories. And until then, I hope you guys have a great day. Bye!